Welcome back to the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. It has been a long 11 months in the local sports community, but this weekend it looks like we are headed for some much-needed relief. The Norwich hockey teams are going to be back on the ice. The schedules are written in pencil at this point. I know they can always change, but we are looking forward to cadet hockey. Cadet women going to be on the ice this weekend. Joining us now is head coach Sophia LeClerc. Coach, how are you? Wonderful. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you being with us. This is only going to be your second year as the head coach at Norwich. It feels like I'm sure you've been the coach for 15 years with all you've dealt with in the last two years. How hard has the last 11 months been for you and your program? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like when people ask how my um, my second year has been, I kind of I'm calling it um, like I'm in my first year extended because hmm. last year wasn't full and this year is I don't even know how to explain it, um, but it's a lot of growth, a lot of learning. Um, I think it's it's awesome. I don't know. There's uh, every day is for sure different, um, but the cool thing is there's everybody's kind of in the same boat, um, trying to just paddle their way to some sort of normalcy. So I don't. It's been awesome. What is it going to mean for your team to get back out on the ice? Yeah, I mean, we've been practicing for two days now. It feels like it's, I don't know, it's its such a unique experience. It was, we had, what, almost three months off, I think, yeah. formally, where the kids went home for a bit for a break, and they got a chance to get on the ice here and there between things getting shut down. And, um, you know, its it was weird getting on the ice Monday, but at the same time kind of like picking up right where we left off and the energy is insane. It's um it's not it's not pretty but at the same time it's beautiful because to see them just having fun and and doing ultimately uh what they came to Norwich for is, is incredible I'm going to talk to to men's coach Cam Ellsworth later this week and I'm going to ask him the same question yeah Th there is no national championship this year to play for how do you handle this season are you favoring seniors when it comes to playing time because it could be their last go around are you um rotating goalies differently than you would before knowing that the game doesn't in quote mean anything are you handling it different from a coaching and development side yeah what a great question thank That's you a great question because <laughs> we talked about it as a staff for sure um and it's a pretty easy answer right away it's like wow you know one side of the token you can look at it as all right Hey, this doesn't matter. Win, lose, like it doesn't. It, it's irrelevant. And on the other side, um, it's the complete opposite. Where you know this is this is Norwich hockey, and the practice, the games, the way that you know the expectations that are around us, and the way that we want to navigate every day is what's important. Um, and that doesn't change. So. Uh, we actually, that's kind of been the message amongst ourselves and to the group on day one is, hey, if, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it the Norwich way and to the best of our ability, because ultimately, whether it's individually or as a group, um, our collective purpose has changed. But if our collective purpose is to make progress every day, then in that sense, it hasn't. And that's sort of our focus is to get better individually and as a group. We've seen entire leagues, entire divisions cancel seasons. We've seen even locally the UVM women's basketball team opted out of the rest of its season. 
Um, was there ever any talk at Norwich with your program of wondering, is it even worth starting? You've seen what's happened around you. Was there ever a question about whether you should even try to start? Um, fortunately, that decision is above us <laughs> because absolutely. It's like you see, as you said, you can't help. We're human, right? You look around you, you see UVMs on pause, all these teams that we're close with as far as proximity and within the state. And then, of course, outside of that, from the top, you're seeing the NHL games getting delayed because of this. And they're the best of the best and handling this with the biggest resource pile you could imagine. Um, it almost brings us all together to this, like, it's very humbling as far as um, how you navigate each day. And I think, of course, at one point, it's like, wow, what is best for the team? Do we just, hey, let's just prepare for next year or, you know, during the lowest of lows and let's just, you know, hey, it's been, we, we tried. Um, but for me personally and therefore for our group, I have the, I'll call it a blessing of being but sometimes probably not being uber optimistic. So given my high level of optimism for me, it was always like, okay, Hey, we're going to be ready for whenever this thing ends and whenever we do get our chance. And that was sort of um, how we woke up each day. There's always accountability on the ice, right? You're, you know, your goalies check out, you know, look, you know, relying on your defense, your centers relying on, on her wingers and all that. How much accountability and discipline now is needed off the ice among teammates to make sure that this thing can keep happening? Yeah. Yeah. That's another great question. It's um, it really is about doing everything we can to be a part of the solution. And that was another one of our messages. Um, and the same thing with Cam on, on his side for the men's team is, you know, there's going to be always adversity that's thrown at us that is outside of our control, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's a given. But let's make sure that we're not the one who causes that that pause yeah. or, you know, doing everything within our control to be a part of, of the solution. So, um that way we can put our heads on the pillow at night and know that, all right, no matter what happens, we did everything we could. And if somebody way above us says, Hey, you guys are down, we can't play anymore. And then, then so be it. But until that point, let's that's, that's yeah. <laughs> you know, in pro sports, we see it all the time. When a new coach comes in or a new manager comes in, they're inheriting a dumpster fire 90% of the time. They're inheriting a program that has gone bad. You're in the complete opposite position you inherited a program from mark bolding that was really really good that it just won a national championship recently i think we can say that both of those situations present challenges so what is it like to get a job and then know you already have a team that's at or near the top of the mountain and just help them maintain it or grow a little bit more that's hard too yeah fortunately i my roots at norwich run deep so yeah. they're the learning curve as far as the overall culture, which is a very unique one at Norwich. Um, that was sort of, it's just, it's deep um, in my core having played here and then coached here as an assistant. So um, it's exciting because leaving for four years and going to Colgate provided um, just a new perspective, new experience, learning so much. And then to be able to come back here with this opportunity, as you alluded to, of it being a well-established, extremely successful program, is exciting because you can um, 
the way I view it is let's take everything I can from Colgate and let's push these kids. Let's create a different experience for them that they've known, but at the same token, um, hopefully be able to provide a student athlete experience that I had because it's, it's obviously incredible second to none. And one of the main reasons I wanted to come back. So I'm, I'm pumped that Boulding left uh, and Molly who's been here uh, as my assistant. She was here. She was my teammate, stallmate, one of my best friends um, left me with an awesome program. And um, yeah, one of these days we'll get back to trying to do it the normal way and, (laughs) See what happens. Hey, I'm still in year one and a half. That's right. Well, we're looking forward to whenever normal is, but we are happy you guys are back on the ice this weekend. Again, scheduled to play Plymouth State. The schedule always in pencil, though, so we're just looking forward to seeing you guys on the ice in general. You know, even though you guys weren't playing, it was actually a really cool last couple of months for Norwich women's hockey in general. We had at least three faces in the National Women's Hockey League bubble in Lake Placid, and you know, disappointed that they weren't able to end their season. But uh, Amanda Conway, who you coached in your first year, she was uh, seemed to be playing pretty darn well for the Connecticut Whale. What was it like for you to have a former player in the bubble and playing well, and then some other four, uh, former cadets also? Yeah, I actually coached all three of them. Oh. As, uh, yeah, as an assistant. Sarah I, and Casey. Yes, yeah. I was trying to avoid saying Sarah's last name because I knew I'd butcher it. So that's why I just asked about Amanda. <laughs> I know. Schwenzi. she's yeah all of them they're so different in their own way but they were so dynamic here as players um and it was awesome so cool to be able to say that i worked with all three of them um i know we we, um in the bubble preparing and um conway especially just coming out um off her final year here it was just it was so cool and there was so much chatter amongst the norwich community also because obviously you know they had they had an an awesome feed going, um, which allowed for everybody to tune in and um, support the squad. They were they were just thrilled, and it was I don't know, kind of made made me proud for sure to to be able to watch them at the next level and and make Norwich proud. You know, I'll get you out of here on this, and and I may be speaking out of turn on your complete biography here. So if I'm wrong, please correct me, but. The, the women's hockey professional side has grown a lot in the last couple of years. And, you know, I've talked with, you know, Amanda Conway. I've talked with Amanda Pelkey before. Like, I've talked with people who have played professional women's hockey, and it certainly seems like the opportunities have grown and gotten better. Did those opportunities exist when you graduated back in 2010? Like, had they been – had it been as prevalent, would you have gone pro and stayed pro for, you know, instead of getting into coaching? Yeah, that's a great, great question. Um, it was not there was nothing available. Um, it was sort of like being talked about, which is awesome, but definitely not to the point. And it was to the point where I would have been able to continue on. Um, but to answer your second part of your question, absolutely what I have kept playing. Are you kidding yeah. me? Um, yeah. I mean, so cool. I think for these kids to have the opportunity to say they played professional hockey, I think, you know, 10, 20 years down the road, that's going to be something really special. Um, that they may not even be aware of today. Sophie LeClerc, head women's hockey coach at Norwich, a national championship caliber program, no national championship to play for this year, but in some ways getting on the ice this year may be even more uh, rewarding. So Sophie, we appreciate it. We wish your team the best of luck and continued health. And uh, we will uh, look forward to talking to you again in more normal times. I appreciate it. Thanks, Brady. Thanks for having me.